gentlemen, a lady in Pennsylvania told me that her lady pals don't like Biden. But if Trump is the opposition, oh heck, they'll vote for Biden. Never mind, he's not all there and is accused of extravagant corruption. Our media claim that suburban white women put Biden in the White House. Apparently they don't like his manners. So they'll let the country fail? These people have lost contact with reality. They probably think MSNBC is a source for news. These ladies should know we are engaged in a great struggle to see whether our love for freedom will continue, or will it be snuffed out by globalists, totalitarians, collectivists, communists, militant socialists, nihilists, authoritarians, and tyrants and dictators of every kind. Javier Milley, president of Argentina, came to the UN and announced, open quote, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger, and it is endangered because those who are supposed to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inextricably leans to socialism and thereby to poverty. The main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We are here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause." End of quote. The ladies seem comfortable with giving up the American dream, and as well giving up countries around the world who depend on American resolve. The ladies live not far from the Liberty Bell, but have forgotten why that name was selected. This historic struggle may seem too vast and scattered for anybody to take it in. Not true. As an observer of K-12 education, you have a front row seat on what's happening. You can see for yourself that our students have gotten dumber and dumber and more illiterate in the last 50 years. For me, our schools are a crime scene. Everyone should understand the tactics used to accomplish this wreckage. Here's the stark reality. As long as the hard left controls our schools, they'll remain bad and badder. Look closely at the idiotic ideas now cluttering our classrooms. Millions of students never learn the basics of reading, arithmetic, geography, history, science, etc. Nobody should be so foolish as to suppose that all this decay happens accidentally. No way. John Dewey and his socialist believers were already on the attack by 1900. Then the Russian Revolution was completed and the Communists, aka Communist International, started in the 1920s to move here with the goal of conquering this country by infiltrating our cultural institutions. John Stuart Mill states the essence of the conflict, open quote, The only freedom which deserves the name is that of pursuing our own good in our own way, so long as we do not attempt to deprive others of theirs or impede their efforts to obtain it. That's the American playbook. Deviate from it and we are finished. I'm speaking to you suburban white women in Pennsylvania. The arc of Western civilization starts in Greece 
continues through the Roman Empire to Europe and the Renaissance. Lots of half-steps move toward the great American experiment, the Bill of Rights. Say what you want, live and work where you want, join any religion you want. Tyrants around the world must have shrieked in wonder. Americans are insane. Most humans are peasants. They can't handle freedom. They don't want freedom. Tyrants may be dumb and brutal in many ways, but they know what their big enemy is. Anyone seeking freedom. American progress has gone so well throughout most of the 20th century. We saved Europe from the Germans, and we saved Pacific nations from the Japanese. But suddenly our own officials and politicians became corrupted by the great Russo-Communist offensive. Our schools and our citizens are less free now than they were 50 years ago. Our young citizens can't read fluently, don't know much, and can't grasp how rare is their freedom. Karen Schoen puts the matter well in her substack, Prism of America's Education, open quote. Globalists don't want countries, which is why they don't want borders. Globalists want regions with unelected bureaucrats running the show out of the UN or Davos. They want to own and control every aspect of human activity. End of quote. In closing, does anyone remember when the communists were trying to take everything away from the rich? Now the communists are meeting the rich at Davos. They are planning the rest of your life for you. So the choice is simple for the ladies in Pennsylvania. Do you want Trump trying to preserve your future? Or do you want Klaus Schwab and his bunch deciding how little freedom you need? I predict they'll say, well, not much. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four. The big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. 
As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.